Welcome, 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 welcome to the In the Church TV and radio program. I am Pastor Deron Shake Zorn. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Your host of the In the Church TV and radio program. And we're just blessing God in this place. Let us go ahead and give God some praise in the church on tonight in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, thank you, Lord. Thank you. We welcome you in the church on tonight in the name of Jesus. Come into this place and saturate on this atmosphere, O oh, great and mighty King, O oh, Holy One of Israel. It is such an honor, an honor to be in your presence, O oh, great and mighty King. Glory, 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 glory be unto the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We just wanted to welcome God in the church. And now that we have welcomed him in the church, amen, with us on tonight, because we don't want to do anything without him. Amen. In the church. Glory, glory, glory be unto us. the Lord. Amen. Um, glory to God. So I do want to welcome each and every last one of you to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast. Again, my name is Pastor Deranche Zorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries International. Amen. And right here in the church, we are shining the light on it all in the church, exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly. Amen. Glory be unto God so that God's people can walk and live in the truth of God's word, not being hindered, not being shamed. Amen. But walking in the freedom of truth in the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory be unto the Lord. So we're blessing, we're blessing, we're blessing God in the church on tonight. Amen, amen, and amen in the majestic name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Um, as Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We are surely in the church on tonight. I want you to do me just a favor. I want you to go ahead and share this radio broadcast on your social media platforms because we're getting ready to have a very dynamic topic in the church on tonight. And I think it is going to be out. 
absolutely something that those around you may want to hear, that they may want to be equipped, amen, in this word of truth on tonight as we dive into our powerful topic. You want to share this broadcast on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, uh, on your Google um, Plus, whatever, wherever, wherever you are sociably on LinkedIn. Amen. Because tonight, tonight topic, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's one that we must all be equipped with. Amen. If we learn um the concept, the concept of the word in our topic on tonight, it will save, it will help the body of Christ, amen, the body of Christ from dealing with all of, amen, the chaos and the confusion that one deal with, amen, in the church, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, and so we're blessing God, amen, um, in the church on tonight, so go ahead and do me that favor, amen, in the majestic name of Jesus, glory, glory, glory be unto the Lord, Hey man, on tonight in the church, we are, like I said, we're dealing with a very dynamic, very powerful topic. On tonight, we're going to deal with conflict in the church. You know, we're going to deal with how to handle conflict in the church. You know, so many times, um, you know, we encounter conflict, but even when we counter, encounter conflict, we do not always appropriately handle the situation. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So tonight, tonight, we're going to deal with in the church. Amen. This very powerful topic, handling conflict. And in this episode, we're going to help the body of Christ um, on um, strategies. Amen. In the word of God on how to appropriately handle conflict. Amen. Um, we will address what is conflict, where or how do conflict arise, and the biblical approach to handling conflict amen in the name of jesus so i am so excited about tonight's episode amen in the name of jesus as we just dive into the word of truth but before we get there amen hallelujah glory to god i do i do want to make sure that we go through the throne of grace on tonight we hit the throne of grace glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Father God, we just bless your name. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift your name on high. In the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, gracious Lord. We thank you in this place for being who you are God all by yourself and outside of you surely Lord there is absolutely no 
other and we thank you God and father we thank you for coming in the church with us on tonight Oh, God, and giving us divine revelations and strategies on high in your very word. We thank you for a time of equipping, a time of revelation, a time, oh, God, of exposing your truth unto us so that we can be equipped, oh, God, to carry out your word so that we can be equipped on how to effectively handle conflict, oh, God, with one another, Lord God, that will not take away so that we will no longer take away, oh, God from doing the work at hand we thank you for opening up our eyes so that we may see Lord God Father oh God in your word of truth in the majestic name of Jesus we thank you oh God for exposing unto us, oh God, even those things inside of us that would keep us in a in a state of conflict with other people, oh God, keep us in states, oh God, of, of conflicts with no resolution, where, oh God, that will keep us in those places where we're just angry and mad and bitterness and we're holding grudges and those things are light. And when you've told us, oh God, to get rid of those things. So we thank you, God, for a time of equipping so that we would no longer be held in hostage, held in bondage by those things that arise that cause us, oh God, to disagree with one another and, and Lord God, and not resolve the matter. We thank you, Lord God, that even as we rightly divide your word, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you will bring forth healing in, in the lives of families and ministries and businesses and um and spouses oh god and then and children's and mothers and parents lives lord in the majestic name of jesus we thank you oh god for sending forth words of penetration lord god words of activation words of transformation god over the airways oh god that lord god in the name of jesus that it will begin to transform and shift our minds oh god lord god in the name of jesus begin to transform our minds and transform our thoughts and shift our atmospheres as you grow and mature us in your word line by line and precept by precept in the name of jesus we thank you god for words that would pierce the very heart of mankind in the name of jesus that oh lord god will God will cause one heart to come into a place of forgiveness oh God forgiving those that have wronged them oh God forgiving those that have oh Lord God cause offense unto them in the majestic name of Jesus father we give you glory in this place and we thank you that no weapon that has been formed against our lives shall prosper in Jesus name amen amen and amen to God be the absolute glory thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 Glory, glory, glory be unto God. Oh, yes, Lord, we do pray for. Amen. Hallelujah. Pass off 
glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, in Michigan, handling business, and even we, that you, oh God, that you will continue to take care of them. Hallelujah. The situation, the matter, and that um, Apostle Patrick, God, that he would have, Lord God, healing. Hallelujah, that he would be healed and that he would have fast, speedy recovery, O oh Lord, in the majestic name of Jesus. Glory, glory, glory be unto your holy and righteous name in this place. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go ahead and dive into our topic on tonight. We're going to go ahead and dive into our topic on tonight. Like I said, we are dealing with handling conflict. Um, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Uh, a, t- a topic that is very, very needed. Um, whether it's in the church, whether it's on your job, whether it's in your home, um, wherever, you know, you're just out in public, it is a very much needed topic that we we must explore or we should be exploring as children of God. Amen. Because this specific particular topic should be very, very important as it is very, very vital to each every last one of us our lives amen in the majestic name of jesus hallelujah 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 to god be the absolute glory thank you jesus um glory to god thank you thank you so here in the church as we're dealing with conflict resolutions, um, there are very, very many scriptures that we can go through in text that deals with conflict resolution. And we're just going to go over them on tonight and just study the word of truth and, and deal with um deal with this thing that hinder us from growing and maturing in the body keep us from um, developing in the things of God so let's talk about what is conflict first conflict is a serious disagreement or argument um between two parties between two parties it is a difference of opinion and opinions and you know what in in conflict it's it's okay conflict it is okay um to have conflict because sometimes we're just not going to always agree um with one another all the time and that's okay um there's healthy conflict and then there's there is um not um a conflict that is not healthy um, amen. And so even with our healthy and unhealthy conflicts that we that we come across in the world, no matter where we are or where we may be, we have to learn how to resolve the conflict where um, peace 
always abide. We should not um, be in any situations and circumstances, not as children of God, where we are holding grudges, where we are um, angry and bitter and we just have wrath, you know, um, with our brethren or, or with anybody that we have encountered. Because I, I, the word tells us that we should be peacemakers, right? That we should pursue peace. And in part of pursuing peace is really conflict resolution. You know, how can I um, be in this situation? How can I be in this circumstance? How can I deal with this matter that is at hand, right? How can I, whoa, how can I deal with this matter at hand and still with dealing Oh, one moment here in the church. What did I do? Amen. In the church. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But still we're dealing with this matter at hand. Amen. <clears throat> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, When we come in a place where um there is conflict and conflict arise. We are supposed to be those who could, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, here we go, we're supposed to be people who are supposed to be able to handle conflict, handle um, resolutions with no reserve amen we're supposed to be those peacemakers so when things arise we're like where's the peace or you know um how am i to respond to these particular conflicts or this conflict where peace abide amen where peace abide so we're going to talk about you know we're going to dive in the text and we're going to talk about these things as god just you know expose and illuminate his word you know right before our very eyes so i do want to start here um in the word of god in the text at james james um chapter four um starting at verse one james um chapter four Starting at verse 1. I want us to look at the word of God. And what it is that God is saying right here. Um, in the word of God. In the word of truth. It says. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That wars in your members you lust and do not have you murder and covet and cannot obtain you fight in war yet you do not have because you do not ask you ask and you do not receive because you ask a misc that you may spend it on your pleasure my god Thank you, Jesus. And and James is just talking to say, well, what is all this quarreling, um, this quorum that's going on? You know, um, why is all of this fighting that is taking place, you know, um, among you? And James is just addressing, you know, the body. He's addressing um, the children of God um, because of the conflict that they were having and he said well what causes 
conflict. He said, where, where do the wars and the fight come from? Where, fights where? Where? He said, they come from your own pleasure, from your own passion. Some of your versions may say lust, which means your own craving. They come from a, a, a place, um, from the inside of you that your urges, your desiring, they come from. And he said, you know, we are uh, we want and want and desire and desire and the battling of wanting and desiring rages just on on the inside of us, and we just want what we want. And if anybody speaks something or say something that's contrary to what we want, if we are wrong, um, or right, but especially if we're wrong, and because we want it. Out of our selfishness, out of our selfish desires, because we just choose to want to do it. Oh, my all type of conflict arises. Whether it's about food or, you know, drugs or sex, possession, money, you know, land, property. You know, we go into so many, we fight about so many different things and it's because we are having this personal war that's going on on the inside of us is is that which happens on the inside that which is in our hearts and that which is in our mind because sometimes we even just think up stuff that's confrontational and you know and sometimes our mind will make us will cause us to make up stuff about other people and we just have conflict with them for no reason because we never go and settle the matter we're going to talk about later you know how do we settle the matter but i just want to get right here in the word of truth on on uh, so we can recognize where does these conflict come from i know for me when whenever i'm in a place or a space where conflict arise the very first thing I do is check me. Because he said, look, where where do it come from? Where do these wars and fight come come from? He said, look, it comes from the your desire. It comes from that which is on the inside of you. So the first thing I do is do a self-examination. You know, because so many times when conflict arises, we're so ready to point a finger at other people. So and so did this, and so and so and did that, and it's just always the other person, the other person, the other person. We never take the opportunity to look to get a mirror and look in the mirror and say, "Okay, what was your portion, or did you have a portion in um in the conflict that you're currently in? Did you have a portion? You know, and there may be times where you may have done absolutely nothing. You'll find that you did nothing, but then there are also times where you may find that it is that that there were some things that you could have done differently that could have um that could have minimized or not caused the conflict all together you know that that pride you know pride keeps us in a confrontational position you know all the time that's why we cannot um you know we cannot be so haughty that we don't look um on the inside we don't look at us first you know even sometimes you know um that 
even if, you know, something arise or something happen, you know, sometimes even our response to situations and circumstances could minimize or escalate or escalate, you know, a situation. So he's like, what, what's going on? You know, like for me, you know, because, you know, y'all don't mind talking about me. Y'all know how we are in the church. We have to be transparent. I know for me, when I'm, if I'm in a situation or I've been going through a whole lot of things, you know, I recognize my attitude. I recognize, you know, my behaviors, you know, and, and I'm, I'm able to know when I need to sit down and have a timeout. But I need to sit down and have a time out so that um, someone won't have to encounter um, my bad attitude. <laughs> no, somebody won't have to encounter um, the uh, my frustration or anger or whatever. I'm dealing with another matter, you know. So somebody won't have to won't have to encounter that. And so sometimes, you know, if even if I'm having a bad day um, and it's just not, you know, um, going peaches and cream for me and I and I'm coming into a place or getting ready to engage. And if, if the engagement doesn't seem like it's, it's going to be a very good engagement, I will tell the people, hey, how about we table? this conversation and let's deal with it at another time let's deal with it at another day because i want to make sure that as we engage with one another that things are not said that things are not said um that we will that will be regretted because you know sometimes when we're in the midst of heated conversations or disagreement or what have you we have a tendency <laughs> of saying things um that we should not say right um we we have this this tendency um um that we can find ourselves engaged in sometimes amen glory to god thank you jesus and so we just you know bless god for that um that we can be in a place in a space where we are so mature in the lord or we're so mature in the word of god that we don't allow you know we don't allow conflicts that's taking place um that's taking place to escalate um because we haven't checked our behavior or we haven't you know we haven't analyzed you know where we are you know in the situation so that's why I'm, I'm self-awareness is so vital um especially when it comes with um interacting and um engaging um in conversations and things of that nature that we are very very aware extremely aware of our of what our attitude is or what's on the inside of us that in this conversation if we engage in a conversation that will um that will cause you know a conflict to arise but what we're going to do right now we're going to take a small break in the church amen 
um, in the name of Jesus. What I want you to do is go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms. Amen. So, so those who you know can engage in on this powerful conversation that we're having tonight in the church as we're dealing with handling conflict. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the absolute glory. Hallelujah. If you don't know by now that Jesus is a healer, hallelujah. My God, my God, that he is a provider. My God, my God. Oh, my Lord, my Lord. You may want to find out. You may want to hurry up and find out who he is and what all that he can do unto you because he is a mind regulator. He is a healer and a deliverer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is a provisionary for his people. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus, you were just listening to none other than Earl, the base man white, with if you don't know, my God, if you don't know him, you better ask somebody. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. We're just blessing God in this place. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Welcome back in the church with us on tonight. Well, we are dealing with handling conflict in the church. Amen. Um, conflict is gonna always arise. I don't care where we be, where we are, um, amen, how old we are, how young we may be, we're gonna always find ourselves in places and in spaces where conflict will surely arise but we're blessing God that he said I will not leave you ignorant right hallelujah thank you Jesus said I will not leave you ignorant and we thank God because he will not leave us ignorant and he has not um, left us ignorant that he's left us blueprints and he left us strategies in the word on how to deal with conflict Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Before we left um, and went on break, we talked about what was conflict. And we was looking at James chapter 4 and 3. And we was talking about um, what causes conflict. And James, um, in James chapter 4, verse 1 through 3, it was letting us know that, hey, that the fights, the wars, the conflicts that arises in our life, that they come from the members. That's what's on the inside of us. It comes from our own desires. It comes from our uh, our lust, those things that are within our heart. And we were just talking about how we have to do a self-examination, how we have to allow God to examine our hearts and let our motives, amen, um, be dealt with. Allow God to deal with our motives and look honestly. Look honestly. Because the conflict arises, you know, and when conflict arising and we're supposed to be peacemakers and if we can't find a way to pursue peace in that matter then we, we gotta go get our heart checked that, that's a heart issue that's a mind issue because even if amen we don't uh, even if we have conflict and we don't agree we have to learn how to agree to disagree and still be able to work with one another Still be able to move forth in and and doing the work of the Lord without all the anger and the bitterness and the malice and the wrath and you know all of those type of things. 
all of those type of things. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, I just, you know, as I'm sitting here and just looking at, you know, this word here, you know, over here in the book of James. We got to understand that, you know, on the inside of us, that's why it's so important that we need this word of God in our lives. We, it, the word of God is so vital so it can help us, you know, get through um, and get through these things that will keep us in a place, in a space where we have no peace, where we're always at war, where chaos is just always broken out on our sides in our lives. So, you know, he said in um, verse 2 of James 4, he said, what is the cause of the temptations and the wrongdoings? And he said, second is uh, the thing that he talked about. He said, is distrust. He told him, he said, you have not because you ask not. Right? And then he said, look, in, in other words, he said, because we know that God said, if you ask, you shall receive. And then it's a man, uh, you know, um, so he said, you have not because you ask not. And, and why is that? That is because what? You don't trust God. You don't trust. We, we're not trusting God to call upon him so that he can deal with the matter. He can take care of the situation or the circumstance. Or he can even provide that in which we're looking for. And so it's just amazing because he was talking about this conflict and he was talking about desires and for pleasures and, and things of that nature. You know, sometimes those wars and the members within their covetedness, you know, sometimes we covet things that other people have from our lustful desires and it causes conflict to arise between you and somebody else. That's why we have to check our heart and check our heart and check our heart. He said, you, you lust and do not have. And one version, another verse said, you have not because you ask not. And that you won't ask God, you know, in, in, in a you won't ask God for that very thing that you are desiring, you know, due to that lack of trust. That's one. That's one thing. That's one way because he just he just breaking down the the word here. Then he said, "You murder and covet, and cannot. Oh my God, um, you cannot obtain." So he's just breaking down these different things. He said, first, you lust and you have not. Second, you desire to have and kill and cannot obtain it. Wow. Then he goes on to say, you fight in war. You desire to have and fight in war, yet you have not. You know, some desire and desire and they just don't have. They're just always in a place where they're just desiring and they're lusting and coveting things. Um, They do little to fulfill their deepest desire. They, they, you know, they don't, you know, move beyond that point of desire. Then some people, they desire, that desire for them and that hunger for them gets so great and so deep that they will go kill 
someone else for what it is that they have whether it's their cars their shoes their money their spouse you know um their whatever cell phones you know that's why we got to get into this word you know this word of god so that you know and 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 so that lives can be transformed and so we won't find ourselves in places where we are we are causing conflict to arise because of the things that's on the inside of us you know some people desire things so much that they lie they steal they cheat and, and kill to just gratify gratify themselves and possess what their desire is with no thought no thought whatsoever of how they are impacting someone else's life our desire must to to get to to be to get some things position recognition whatever it may be our desire cannot be about possessing the things in this world because they're not going to gratify that it will it, that it won't satisfy us it give us temporary satisfaction y'all know how it is you know we we want something we desire something you know um i, I think the iphones just came out the new iphones just came out last month and you know how it is you know everybody don't win and don't stood in line and um all those hours people don't camped out and spent the night out and all these other things and then you know you get it and for a couple of months and you know maybe about a month or two and it, you know it's a nice toy to have and then after that, then what? We looking at something else, so we want something else, so we desire something else. Because I mean, the thing about the spirit of lust and um, that that the enemy used that look, craving, it always have you after a temporary fix. Always have you in a place where you are after a temporary fix he said hey you fight wars and other people just willing to fight and go to war to gratify their desire whether they want power position vengeance whatever it may be and they don't care who they drag in to what it is that they doing that's why sometimes people we even gotta be conscious of you know even when we step in um chaotic situations when we step in um situations and circumstances just unknowingly that hey we really begin to look at a thing on what's going on um how it took place and how to resolve it not jump on the bandwagon and hey we ready to jump um we were about to jump into this fight with you so many people have just lost their lives over nothing on the because of the lustful desires that is in on the inside of someone's heart and somebody's mind that have led them you know to to kill steal you know cheat you know lie or to fight impacting other people's lives 
because of those lustful desires that within. Note that those desires that we have within, that they are never, ever, ever going to be satisfied apart from God. We have to trust and call upon God in order to have those desires that's to be filled on the inside of us. Our deepest, our deepest, deepest, deepest craving is spiritual. That's why the word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. And see, when we're after the lust of, of, of our desires on the inside of us, we have that thing be flipped. And it messes us up and it trips us up every time. Causing us to do things to impact and infect other people's lives. So our most deepest craving is spiritual. And see, if, if we can, if we take care of that spirit man, everything else will take care of itself. You know, every time I think about this place and this space, when we're having that place,
components in the word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The last two components in the text that I do, um, or these last two portions in the text that I do want to bring our attention on before we shift um, again on tonight is this, this right here. Very, very powerful. Um, Very, very powerful in the text. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And it is this. The word of God. You know what? We're going to take a break. And we're going to be right back here in the church on tonight. We're going to, amen, go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms. So that others can dive in on this powerful conversation that we're having right here in the church. As we're dealing with conflict resolutions in the church. In Jesus' name, amen.
right now because I think there's another matter that I want to address before I f- before we deal with how to <laughs> amen glory to God thank you I want us to go over to Matthews 18 um right quick y'all give us a second here um glory to God thank you Jesus we're gonna go over to the book of Matthews. I'm going to look at um, chapter 18, verse 15 and 17. We're going to come back over to the book of uh, James very shortly in a moment. Um, so here, here in the text, right? It's talking about in chapter 18. I'm going to start at verse... 15. Amen. It says more over, and this is Jesus talking. If you brother if your brother sin against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Mm. Let us start right there. It said, if your brother sin against you, it doesn't say um it said, if he's sinning against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. Um, I, I believe sometimes we in the church, um, or wherever we may be, especially, but in the church, in the church, we we miss out on this right here. It said, tell him his fault between you and him alone. He said, it, it's supposed to be just you two, right? And right here, see, God is dealing with um, conflict resolution in the text. He said, look, if there's an issue, if somebody did something to you, then you need to go and talk to them. That's so you don't need to get on the phone. You don't need to um, call Susie or Bob and everybody else to, to deal with this conflict. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You need to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That you you just need to deal with the conflict with your brother, right? With your brother. Deal with the conflict with your brother. And it says, if he hears you, you have gained your brother. The first step. In solving a conflict between you and somebody else. I hear you, Lord. Hmm. Yes, Lord. Um, the first step is this. Is, is reconciliation. I told you we're supposed to pursue peace. You know, sometimes I, I wonder and, I, and I'm always consistently asking God, God, Jesus gave us the the ministry of reconciliation, but for some reason in the church we forget about that ministry. It, it said, you know, okay, let's let's just tell in the word. My God, thank you, Jesus. Um, he said, now if a brother disturbs or offends us, right? We don't wait for that person to come to us. And that's another thing. Because sometimes we are, we are waiting for the person to come and apologize to us. Sometimes people may do stuff that 
they may do something that may be offensive to you and you may not even know it. They may not even know that they have even offended you and you somewhat with an attitude or something like that. Um, he said, no, he said, go to them and tell them. So is that telling us we ought to go to them and then when we go to them, then there are a couple of steps, even in the word strategies on how to deal with this conflict resolution that is that is going forth, that is taking place or this conflict that is taking place so that you can have resolution so that you may have reconciliation. Right. So let's look at the word. So in the word, it tells us this. Number one, we have to go to the brother alone and tell him his fault. Because again, like I said, he may not even know that he wronged you or offended you. So we don't go then to the person then how they're going to know what they did. And then how can they correct their behavior or how can they even apologize? And even if they do know that they offended us and we don't approach them, then there's still a there's still a conflict. There's still an issue that is at hand. There's still an alt, and you and and that is bringing division within you and within with your brother. And so you still have fault of sin, or we're still in a in a place where the sin continues to go on. Why? Because that division and um, that is taking place. So that all that's causing that division, you know, um, and the longer it lingers, the more damaging it is in dividing. And we're supposed to be unifying in the church. We're supposed to be unifying with one another. Because of that, we can we can um, resentful can can come up and bitterness and revenge and holding a grudge. All that type of stuff can begin to take place in our lives if we don't reconcile. Go in and talk to this person about whatever issue that we have. Go approach them alone the first time. Don't share it with anybody else. But you and that person deal with that matter. Because when you spread it. Lord have mercy. When you begin to talk about it. And you're spreading it all over the place. It causes matters. It causes issues. It causes things to happen to fester it can cause things to blow out of proportion and become way bigger than what you can even begin to imagine and it causes greater wedges to begin to take place and even you know before we as we are going to approach our brother who who've done us wrong we you know again make sure we do that self-check humble ourselves search in our heart let us be a place that even when we're going to reconcile with our brother 
that we're already in a place where we've forgiven them. So that that way that when we have conversation, when we engage in conversation with them, that it's not a hostile conversation. We can be in a place where we're just expressing our desires for understanding and um, and straightening out the matter so that, you know, one can be at peace. You know, the text tells us if there's all against in our heart with our brother, you know, the Lord tells us to leave our gift at the altar and then go about our way and reconcile with our brother and then once we reconcile with our brother then we can come back and offer our gifts that's matthew 5 and 24 and so how many times that we probably giving gift before god that was just that was just he didn't even accept that he just did not accept When we're offended, our response must always be Christ-like. Always. These are are reasons why that hurt us as individuals. That hurt us from um, reconciling with our brother or whoever sister whoever have offended us if we have a self-centered response um if we have a response that a redraw a redrawing response or a gossiping response or retaliating response this right here continue to though either one of those responses continue to fester 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 up issues When we should be pursuing peace. They do not give us what we need. To pursue peace. The other thing it tells us over here in the text is this. It says. Verse 16. If he would not hear you. Take with you one or two more. That by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. So, if, if God is just so strategic in His word, so if that doesn't work, you know, when you go by yourself and your brother don't hear you, and there's still conflict, and you want to just bring resolution to the matter at hand, oh Lord, He said, okay. Then go get some witnesses. Sometimes we may find those people that are stubborn, immature, selfish. You know, some that just have wrong motives and behaviors. And that when you approach them the right way, you know, by yourself, it may just not work. You may have to just go get some other people. 
because the person who caused the offense just may not be willing to reconcile or to admit that they were wrong. And so, hey, you go get some other people and bring them in. It say two or three. Amen. It say two. I'm sorry, one or more individuals. It says so that every word can be established. This, when we do this, it shows the person that, look, I'm concerned about you. And not only am I concerned, but there's other people that are concerned about us, about you and this matter. It also let them know that, look, now this issue has been escalated. It's really a problem. It's been escalated because now it has have to it it has have to be it, it is now being expanded beyond just me and you. It also gives the opportunity for one to have objective and wise counsel as well between the 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 um the two parties. So that way that there's not, you know, any bias or, you know, selfish or partiality um, in the, you know, when those are who are dealing with the conflict, that are in the conflict. Usually, those are the witnesses, you know, they're there, you know, they are there to, you know, give opinions, you know, or what have you. But it usually shows, they, they are usually shows no partiality whatsoever. And that's the way it should be. Then the text tells us, and if he refuses to hear them tell it to the church, but if he refuses even to hear the church, ooh, let him be to you like a heathen, oh my Lord, or a tax collector. So, do you see how this um, this conflict, how it is just spreading, spreading, spreading abroad? You know, earlier in the broadcast, we dealt with like personal, the warring on the inside, and now we're doing um, dealing with corporate conflict, where one would have conflict with somebody else due to what's taking place in their private. In their private, in their private conflict that they are dealing with. So here we go. They said the second step, um, the next thing that you are to do, the third thing that you are to do actually, is to take the person before, right before the church, to resolve the conflict. So here it said, if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to even hear the church, then let him be like a heathen. So now you got, now you're showing the person, look, I care for you so much. I care for you so much. And I really want to make sure that we resolve this issue. We resolve the matter that is hand. Now I'm even, this 
this conflict is even being spread abroad, you know, even in a greater capacity because now it's no longer between me and you. We also have two or more witnesses, you know, to the to the account to give us um, wise counsel and uh, unbiased um, counsel as well um, to 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 our situation and now since that doesn't work for you now we're going to get a larger body to to help because i really want to reconcile the matter the issue the things that's going on with us Mm. and and it would be utterly amazing you know to have to go through through this through this capacity but there may be some things that we do have to go to this extent we may have to go to this extent so that we can resolve um any conflict that we're having in the church now unfortunately as we read the text we also hear that um that that person still may refuse that they still may refuse and in this refusal he even tells us how to deal with them from that standpoint as well but let me go back for one second before we go he said and if he refuses to hear them tell it to the church and so now you're before the church and why would we take it to the church we take it to the church because you know the the the, it's you know the church is a body you know we're a body of people that work together as a whole right Whether it's the full church or whether it's the, you know, the church um, leadership team and things of that nature. It, when that happens, it shows that it is, like I said, a very, very great matter. And the soul of your brother, the soul of your sister, you know, it should be a great matter to you. And you should want to bring forth or reconcile any issues that may be at, at hand between you and them. Um, or, you know, and usually, like I said, it what's going on between you and somebody else, it stems from what's going on in the, in the side, inside of either you or that other person we we got that earlier in the word right we got that earlier in the word and so christ 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 want us to use these particular strategies in the word so that we can resolve we can resolve issues and we can remain in a place of unity because guess what the reason why if that person you know when they come into the congregation of the church or the leadership of the church and they're still refusing to be in discord then why they have to be removed from the from the assembly why because a little levy sports the whole branch the whole batch because now you have you have you know an individual who is um who is offensive to one's brother and refuse to pursue peace we are we are peacemakers and so well what happens if we allow these these type of behaviors to continue to move and move in the church and then you got people just sowing one discord after the next discord after the next discord and it's just breaking down the the church ability to function appropriately and so it's that a little levy um it 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 um destroys the whole batch and so that's why i said look you you have to put them out right 
they have to be removed because you have done everything that you could to try to help this person but if this individual don't want to receive or chooses to be in a place where they want to continue to be divided and they can't pursue you guys can't pursue peace and resolve the conflict look this thing have to be moved why because a divided house cannot stand a divided house cannot stand And the word tells us is that, you know, an individual who refused discipline got to be treated as an outsider. Because God, because the Lord does not want his church to be divided. Whether it's a church, you know, our church, our organization, our ministry, I mean, our businesses, wherever it may be, when there are, when, when there are people in the camp that, that, that is not on one accord, it, it hurts the survival of that entity, of the church, of the organization, or, you know, your business, the family, because why? It breaks peace. It removes the harmony that is there, and it causes chaos. It also brings um, corruption and weakness in the church from the grumbling and, and the other things that will affect the body because of 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 the the individual who's just um as acting in discord. It also affect the mission and the work, the purpose they have to get done. It's a threat to it. They become a threat. Why? Because of their disorder. Because of the things that's going on. And again, I can't stress enough. It the 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 conflict that we have with one another. As we heard in James, I ain't making it up. We 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 broke down James chapter four. And we talked about verse one through three, and we're getting ready to go over um and look at James. Um, chapter 6 and I'm sorry James chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 so that we can all we can look at how to deal how to deal with this conflict with these things on the inside of us individually that causes us to have corporate conflict right um so that we can come back and overcome the enemy whenever he shows up in our life trying to sow discord we gotta be a people of peace we gotta be peacemakers pursuing peace at all costs that's why we got the foot gear right uh the gospel of peace amen um the foot shard the foot shard of peace amen glory to god thank you jesus so everywhere we go everywhere god grace our feet peace should be able to abide peace should be able to rule amen in the name of jesus you know what we're going to get ready to take a, a break here on the in the church tv and radio broadcast as we take this break i want you to go ahead and share this platform on your social media um platforms um so that those that you know that they can get in on this powerful conversation as we're discussing conflict handling in the church how to bring forth conflict 
resolution when chaos and 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 all type of discord and matter has taken place we're looking at strategies right here in the text and when we come back from our break we're gonna deal with um this one last piece of information on how 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 do we amen glory to god how do we deal with um overcome that conflict that's on the inside of us so that we will no longer have conflict with those that we come in contact with amen in the name of jesus we're gonna be right back here in the church in jesus name Raise your hand. 
don't know by now. My God, my God, you was just listening to Eric, I'm sorry, Earl, the bass man, White. If you don't know by now, man, if you don't know that he is a healer, that Jesus is, amen, a provisionary, that he will give you a breakthrough, that he is everything that you need, everything that you can desire, amen. He is your supplier, amen. In the name of Jesus, if you don't know, amen, we are praying that you get to know who he is all for yourself, not based upon what nobody else have said or what you have heard about him, but you have personal experience with him in some form, shape, or fashion so that you will know for yourself, so that you can give him the praise, so that you can wave your hands in the air and say, yes, I know Jesus, my Lord, oh, Sama, Messiah. Oh, yes, I know Jesus. I know a man named Jesus. He healed me. He set my mind free. My God, he made a way out of nowhere. Oh, yes, I know him. Oh, my Lord, my Lord, you'll be telling somebody else if you don't know him. Mm. Oh, my God, my God, let me introduce you to him in the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory be unto the Lord. Um, we want to welcome you back to the In the Church TV and Radio broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Deron Shazorn. Um, and I'm just so excited to have you with us on tonight as we are dealing with conflict resolution, uh, handling conflict in the church. Um, we're all exposed to conflict, but it's all about how we handle it. You know, before we went on break, we was dealing with the text in, in the word Matthew chapter um, 18. We were dealing with verse 15 through um. 17. But before I get back over to James to get ready to close us out, I do want to just go by this real fast because I it, it would just uh, be um um it, it just wouldn't be right, amen, to not bring out this portion of the text verses 18 through 20. I want you when you get a chance to, you know, you can read it all by yourself. Oh Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. The text. Um <laughs> You can read it all by yourself. Um, glory to God, but I do want to make sure that I I touch on it. You know, earlier um, we talked about um, the three different phases that you would go through um, if you have a conflict with your brother to try to bring forth conflict resolution, to try to bring yourself to a place of, of resolution, reconciliation. And the text tells us that even after you go through the three different phases and they still don't want to reconcile with you, then they need to be treated as an outsider. But even with being treated as an outsider, you still have a role, you still have a responsibility for your brother, for your sister. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Your responsibility is to pray for them. Pray for their healing. Pray for their deliverance. Pray that they will have a breakthrough as you see and recognize the different things that they are going through that's causing them to be at a at at, at a conflict even within themselves because it's just a conflict within them that is pouring out um out of them to cause conflict with you, right? You got an obligation to pray for them. 
Because the word tells us directly after that, it said, or surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And again, I say to you that if two or you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For what two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of you. So that even as you know, you guys, everyone, you went through your phases and you went to them by themselves and then you went with yourself and a couple of more people and then you had to take them before the church or even or either before uh, the leadership group and things just didn't work out it ain't time for you guys to talk about them to gossip about them and to say this or that about them it's time for you guys to touch and agree in the name of Jesus with about that brother about that sister lifting them up before the throne of grace so that God can give them what it is that they need so that they can be reconciled within themselves within amen my god my god oh lord hallelujah thank you jesus glory 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 be unto god so that they 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 can reconcile with themselves within right my God, my God. Okay, I, I got to switch. Amen. It's other text, word in the text. Amen. Oh, glory to God. I just love the word of the Lord. Uh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go over, go back over to James. Because I want to deal with this. Because even as, you know, um, we dealt with... Um, individualized warring the war that's on upon us individually that causes us to go into corporate wars right um here in the text it gives us resolution we just talked about how do i resolve conflict with somebody else so now let's deal with the resolving the conflict with ourselves right within ourselves the word tells us in james chapter 4 verse 6 it said but he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee Hmm. that's a good word That's a good word. And it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Oh, let's get into text. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's explore, you know, the word of God right here. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so, you know, when we are dealing with, you know, different things, right, that affect our walk with the Lord, we already know, you know, pride is one of those things, because even as we discovered earlier, that, you know, when one are having issues and will not go before the Lord, I mean, that you're not trusting God with yourself, you're not trusting God with your life. You're not trusting God um, with the matters that you are dealing with, right? And so that means you're prideful. And said, God resists the pride. God, God, God don't like the prideful. We know that pride goes before the great destruction. That people, you know... Pride is causing many people's lives to be, you know, just destroyed, right? 
because one won't humble themselves under the hand of God. And God is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I am He. I'm God all by myself. He's God all by Himself, right? And He ain't gonna allow anything to be exalted above Him. So He'll deal with it. He will deal with it so it comes to this thing called surrenderance right it's this thing it's this word that's called surrendering it's this word that calls humble right um it says submit oneself unto god and resist the devil so the word submit it means to put yourself under god under his care and power and strength to yield to god to his will command instructions laws behaviors words line by line precept by precept not that in which we want to do but what it is that he says what it is that he commands of us right (laughs) so the surrender ourselves to god um for it is he that strengthens us to give us what exactly what it is that we need to overcome those members that's warring on the inside of us. He is the only one that has the power to do such a thing in our very lives. Um, the word then says resist. Resist means to take a stand against the devil. It said resist the devil. We got to take a stand. We got to take the energy and the effort that it's going to take to oppose the enemy, oppose the temptations that he is bringing forth in us, um, that bringing forth division within our lives, um, trying to cause us to be defeated, right? So we got to resist him. It said, it said then... When we resist him, resist him just means to stand up against him. The, the word tells us that God has given us the authority to overpower every work of the enemy. So what that means is it's not anything that the enemy will, will give us or anything that he will place upon us or that he will try to use to manipulate us or hinder us from moving in this walk, moving in the way of the Lord. Any No desire that he will put upon us or temptation or lust that, that could cause us to be dragged away that God does not have the power. To overthrow, to consume, because surely he has it. He has it. And so it is him that in our resistance, in our resistance, how resist, we stand firm on the word of God. That's why this thing, the word is just so strategic. That's why it says submit to God first that's why it put submit to god first because it's a process that takes place in the submission of god when we submit to god amen god we are we are empowered with his power we are endowed with the power of god when we submit to god and so when we submit to god and we are you know endowed with his power 
power, then we have what it takes to resist the devil. We can stand firm in the word of God and be unmovable and unshakable no matter what he brings our way. We can stand and cast down those vain imaginations that puffs itself up against the word of God. And we know when we stand against the devil, see, the devil, one thing about the devil. One thing about the devil is that when you stand up against him, my Lord, my Lord, he don't like confrontation. He don't like confrontation. He don't like confrontation himself because when you stand up against him, the word tells us that he'll flee. It says that he will flee. And so with submitting ourselves to God, amen, and under his word, we got to be focused. We got to keep our minds on the things of God. We got to keep our minds on the things of God, on the word of God, so that even when the temptation comes, that we ain't playing patacate with this thing. We ain't, um, we ain't wrestling and we ain't going back and forth or with it. That is the word. Amen. That is the word of God that's immediately, you know, amen, cast down every vain imagination that's puffing itself up against God's word. That gives us, amen, that causes us to be, that causes us to be unmovable and unshakable that, so that we won't waver with the things of God. And so as we focus our mind on God and his word, it causes us to resist the devil. It causes us to press toward the higher mark, the higher calling that is upon our life. Because, again, like I said, the enemy, he does not like confrontation. And see, many a times we, we won't confront the adversary. We, you know what I'm saying? We, we won't resist him. Many a times we just fall right on into him. And see, I love it because, you know, again, the word is so strategic. I, I love how to look at the word and how God just structure and line up the word of God. Because I'd be like, man, God, that was just so strategic how you line up those words. But, you know, he says, submit to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submitting to God endows you with the power of God to resist the devil, to overcome the devil, to defeat the devil. Because without submitting to God, when the devil confronts us, when temptations confront us, and he's placing all types of seeds of discord, trying to get us all discombobulated and bring us into places where we're warring in our members, within ourselves, we can't defeat him without the power of God. This war, this war isn't against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers and wickedness in high places. And because of this, we got to be ready. We got to submit to God because that's what's going to equip us. That's who's going to give us the power that we need to resist the devil.
We can never defeat the enemy by standing and fighting alone. Going our own way, giving in a little, compromising, refusing to listen to the word of God, the chief commander. We ain't got time to be trying to entertain the thoughts of the enemy. Because what we entertain will consume us. But what I love about, you know, submitting to God, it gives us the power that we need to overthrow um, our adversary. Then it said, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Amen. Cleansing your hands, you sinners. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-minded. So as we get the instructions of God to overpower, to overcome the enemy, and, you know, it doesn't matter. We, we can be even right now in the midst of some things, right? Some midst of circumstances, some midst of situations that that is contrary to the word of the Lord for our lives. That the members we can be warring right now in the in our members with doubt, with insecurities, low self esteem, with um adultery, with fornication, with with various type of lust, um for desires, um where it's money or possessions and things of that nature. I mean, it could even be food, what, whatever you know it may be, whatever the enemy has used, um to um deliberately keep a fight going on on the inside of us whether it's rejection low self-esteem and abandonment lack of confidence all those things that's hinder that hinder us from moving in the things of god only thing we have to do is draw the word say draw near to him draw near to him draw near to him it, you know the words tell us as we draw nigh to god he draws nigh unto us and what i love about being the presence of god the word tells us that um perfect love casts out all fears and so the love of god begin to consume us thank you jesus and when the love of god begin to consume us when in his presence it casts out all fears it remove the fears any fears that we may have the things that cause us to war on the inside of us it removes those things and it, it and it sustains us and fill us and we we won't you know it, it'll bring us from the entanglement of sin whether it's drugs or alcohol or you know um pornography or smoking or you know overeating whatever it may be getting in the presence of god repenting before god allowing him to cleanse our hearts allowing him to cleanse our minds so that we can overcome the adversary because we have that power on the inside of us 
We have that power when we submit to God, when we humble ourselves under the hand of God. He empowers us. He he gives unto us. He unleashes. He releases. He endows us with his power to overcome the adversary. With the adversary, you know, man, my God, my God. You know, this morning, and it just goes along with our morning word that we had this morning. Where we talked about this this word of God. That gives us what we need to be sustained. And so... In the text, it said, cleanse your hands. It's just saying, repent. And as you repent before God and you turn from your wicked ways, it said, look, I'm coming to heal the land. You, you repent and turn from your wicked ways. He said, and, and call upon me. I'm going to hear from you. I'm going to hear from heaven. And I'm going to come and I'm going to come and heal your land. So I'm going to come and purify your heart. You ain't going to no longer be double-minded. Because I'm going to cleanse you. We got to be cleansed with the word of God. We got to be purified with God's word. We got to be purified by the fire of God. You know, we were talking about that fire this morning. We were talking about we go through trials and tribulations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that the fire of God can burn. That trials and tribulation is there to consume, to burn every impurity from us that is not like God. To build us up in our most holy faith so that when we come through the fire will be pure as gold amen representing god in the earth and that's what take place is amen when we're handling conflict so we can resist ourselves under the hand of god right submit ourselves submit ourselves to god i'm about to pull out a whole nother scripture and text but um i'm, I'm over in first peter but anyway um it said therefore submit to god as we submit to God, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. It gives us the power to resist those things that cause us to be at conflict on the inside of us. And they have to go. The enemy have to flee. Amen. Whatever enemies that they may be on the inside of us, they have to go. They cannot dwell. When we're in the presence of God, sin cannot dwell and abound in you because God is holy. And he said, be holy because I am holy, right? And in God, because he's so a holy God, he cannot dwell among sin. And so sin can't dwell in the midst of God. It have to flee. It have to flee. It's that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. At the name of Jesus, demons tremble. Demons flee because, my God, because they cannot live and dwell in the presence of God. You guys know what? Because <laughs> I'm getting excited here in the church on tonight. Oh, my God, my God. Glory be unto God. It has definitely been a powerful time here in the church as we've been dealing with handling conflict. Um, dealing with conflict resolutions as we come in the midst um, 
of 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 issues and isms and and people where conflict will will arise but we just have to be the light of the world and walk out God's word and handle the conflict um handle the conflict with a spirit of reconciliation operating in the ministry of reconciliation amen glory to God thank you Jesus and even walking in that ministry to reconcile any issues that you may have because we may be the one causing the conflict amen and we just gotta know thyself um words of god with knowing thyself allowing the word of god to do the work that needs to be done so that we can be healed set free and delivered and we can we can walk and operate in the authority in which he has given unto us always resisting the submitting on our under the hand of god so that he may lift us up submitting to god and so that we can resist the devil and he may flee amen in the name of Jesus, so that we can walk in the power of our holy King. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory be unto God. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. We will be back next Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 8 o'clock p.m. Right here in the church at www.inthechurch.com. You can further connect with us on our social media platforms through Facebook and Instagram at In the Church, on Twitter at In the Church Live. You have been listening live in the church with your host, Pastor Deron Shea Zorn, on the Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. We will see you next week in the church. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.